0: Well, well. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Body of Christ Real Talk. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to uh, a quick topic of a show. I'm going to be doing a 15 minute uh, quick breakdown as plain and as Understandable as I can, trying to explain why there's a bowl of confusion bowl of confusion don't 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 I like to play around like that bowl of confusion to some bowl of confusion or bowl of confusion <laughs> that's uh in the church, and I think one of the biggest areas that's really a problem in the church when it comes to trying to uh understand God's Word and uh try to interpret what God's Word is saying or try to find out what is for us as the church today in our lives is the Apostle Paul's letters. That's one of the biggest mishaps or misunderstanding books that's in the Word of God. I really believe that in the Bible is Paul's letters. Now, many might say, okay, no, it's this one, it's that one. What really gets you confused about trying to find out what is what in the Bible? Now, the main confusion is easy to understand when you look at Christendom, denominationalism, and stuff like that. It's kind of, if you're really paying attention, that's why I take study, if you're really paying attention, uh, About the confusion. What's the one of the biggest confusions in the church is certain topics that I like to call bullet points is certain topics or certain, certain, uh, certain things that's going on in the church that many believers are confused about because they don't know the difference between prophecy and mystery. That's one of the biggest confusion, not knowing the difference between prophecy and mystery. The majority of the churches or Christendom knows or think they know or have some type of idea about prophecy. Majority of the churches teach on prophecy. The majority of the churches, you know, a big chunk of the churches, I may say, because a lot of them has has awakened now, but still a big church, a big part of the church, Christendom mainly Pentecostalism and Charismatics and, uh, you know, those type of churches like that, it's still confused about signs, wonders, and stuff like that in times. Tithing, baptisms in water compared to baptisms in Christ, and et cetera, and stuff like that. All of that confusion is in the church, and, you know, it depends what denomination you go to outside the Catholic Church I'm t- talking about because they still believe in a, the signs and wonders and miracles the Virgin Mary shedding tears and different idolizing and stuff like that. So it's a lot of bowl of confusion in the Protestant Church and also as well as the Catholic Church. OK, that's what I mean by Christendom. And it comes down to the teachings of Paul. It really does come down to the 13 letters of Paul. And I said the other day, it just seems like the church does not know where to put Paul. They read his letters for a certain writs for they they pick his letters for a certain uh uh what's what's the word, best way I put this? They use his letter for strength. They lead, they use a lot of his letters for uplifting and things like that. Not for signs and wonders, not for miracles, not for in time preaching and stuff like that, you know, if I can just best way I can explain that they use Paul's letters, you know, like I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. Uh, you know, if I deliver his gain to die as Christ and those type of scriptures and stuff like that, set your affections on things above, not on things on the earth. You know what I mean? Certain verses they use for Paul, when, it's, when it seems uplifting and it, it seems that it gives them some type of strength on the inside, not so, much of a miraculous strength, but some type of encouragement or strength. Many churches use a lot of Paul's letters, not his letters, but a lot of verses from his letters for that reason. Uh, But anything else when it comes to prophecy, signs and wonders, you know, and different things like that and, um, you know, healings and miracles or the prophetic word or prophesying word of knowledge and stuff like that. Paul's letters is not used. They use any other letters of four Gospels or the, uh, the prophetic books, the prophets, the, uh, the major prophets and the minor prophets in the book of Revelation, etc. Like that. They use those scriptures, you know, more than they go into Paul, not knowing that those the most of those verses and scriptures that they use will not work for them today. I don't care. You might say Sister Annie got healed, and my brother or my uncle or my pastor, he's the prophet. He prophesied this and everything like that. I want to do a teaching on that why a lot of that seems like it is happening, but it is not. It is not. You know, Satan is a master counterfeiter. But the prophetic word, signs and wonders, healings, all that stuff is not in the making, it's not in the church today. And that's a big confusion. Why? Because they don't they don't really really read or understand Paul's letters when they read Paul's letters. I like to use the term "sexy," not in a lustful way and anything like that. But Paul's a lot of Paul's letters to a lot of believers is not sexy. It's not prophetic. It's not exciting. And you don't hear many signs and wonders, you know, unless you're in the Book of Acts or something like that. But when it comes to Paul's Basic thirteen letters. They're not as up. Not. I'm not going to say they're very uplifting. Many churches will uh, agree with that. You know, they understand Paul's heavenly visit. They understand that they know about First and Second Corinthians. They understand that. See, they know when it comes to how to walk and you know how to construct yourself in Christ. They know about the marriage of the church and the way Paul teaches about the church. They know that. But what they have a problem with is separating it from the kingdom program. They kind of put it all together. And that brings a bowl of confusion, bowl of confusion, because you look at the law for instance, when you look, at the requirements for being under the law, Romans seven explains as well. But if you just look at the law period, and you go to the Mosaic law, what was required <clears throat> for the Jewish law? Jewish marriage they couldn't out they couldn't marry outside their uh, their uh, their ethnic group or outside anybody outside their you know. Religion or outside the ethnicity they could not marry have to be another Jew with a Jew a Jew with a Jew If you look at the marriage requirements compared To what Paul talks about the marriage in Ephesians and Colossians and other areas the Corinthians and stuff like that You will see that there's a a drastic difference But many do not pay that attention. They just use both interchangeably see And, and Stuff like that. See my point is the confusion is with Paul's letters. See, that's, that's the main mishap of trying to understand the Bible because they don't know where to put Paul in. And I'm just talking about believers, you know, uh, pastors, ministers, theologians, evangelists, they, that's, they preach the same thing. When it comes to prophecy, they preach on prophecy more than anything in times more than they do the rapture. Now, I'm not saying they don't preach on a rapture because many believers and many churches don't believe in the rapture. They think we're going to go through the raptures and stuff like that. And the reason they don't believe or don't say there is no rapture because they don't understand and they don't read Paul's letters enough. And if they do read Paul's letters that is very plain and simple. They just can't differentiate the two of the end time, the second coming of Christ, the day of the Lord, Jacob's trouble compared to the catching away of the church. They don't see the separation of the body of Christ and the kingdom saints, Israel. Body of Christ, Gentiles and the kingdom saints, Israel. They, they, they put them all together because they think they won. Even though they see, they know there's some type of confusion. They understand the difference between Jews and Gentiles. Most churches do. Most denominations do. I'm not saying that. They know the difference between a Jew and a Gentile, but they don't they still cannot see. They don't know the difference about between the gospels. They don't really know what the gospels is. They they usually choose the kingdom gospel message or Acts. And 38 or etc. or something like that, okay. Alright, what I want to read right now, and I'm getting to this later too. I want you to turn to two uh two uh verses. Acts three and twenty-one is one verse, and Romans 16 and 25. Acts 3 and 21, one verse, and Romans 16, 25, and this is just one of the ways to compare verse by verse, verse against verse, what Peter said compared to what Paul said, et cetera, going back and forth what Paul said compared to what James says, and you will see the vast difference, but many still will not accept it. They become blind to it. It's right there in your face. You can see something and read what it is saying, or you can see something happen. You can see an incident Happen And you looking right at it. But because you so bias and stuff like that, you will tell another story to someone else because you will not accept that's really happening. It happens in relationships. It happens with laws. Many people break the laws not because they don't think the law is true or they believe that law is saying what it's saying. It's because they do not accept it and they do not agree with it you, you understand what I'm saying so you can it, it, it is a such thing of believing something listen to me closely it is a such thing of believing something but not accepting it or not agreeing with it many believers disagree with God all the time many believers disagree they just don't accept it nah I can't go with that Nah, I can't believe God saying that many believers disagree on the word of God. It's the same way with Paul's letters. Many believers disagree or don't accept the teachings of Paul. They might say, oh, yes, we do whatever. Like that. No, 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 many, most believers do not accept the teachings of Paul. OK, and I'm going to get into that. I want you to keep your finger on Acts 321. And Romans 16, 25. And I want you to read them yourselves. Don't listen to me. Don't, no, 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 no. Read them yourself. Read Acts 3 and 21, especially the end verses. And 16, Romans 16 to 25, the end verses. And then I will be back on the next show, and then we'll talk about that. This is Joseph Brownlee, Body of Christ Real Talk. Peace out.